What is up and welcome to yet another episode of the Miseducation of Music where you are here with Jay Treb and Alex and today we are coming at you with something that I am oh so excited for. It feels like we're back at home a little bit. When I was listening and I was like, oh, we're about to do an album review, I was like, oh man, it just, it made me feel good. It made me feel really good. Um, we just recorded some Instagram clips. I had to change my mic stand because the other ones started fighting with me in the middle of the recording. So uh, if you guys see that and you see a lot more of Alex's face than mine, it's because I'm literally using tools to fix a mic stand, and then I just went and grabbed my better mic. But um, other than that, I want to talk about a few current things and then dive into this. We're going to talk about the new Amine album called Limbo, and man, it is such a good album. But I got some other news here I do want to bring up really quick, like Nas dissing Doja Cat. See, this is news to me too. I've just never been good, off my phone man. Good, weekend. that's good. That's what, man. Like that's what I'm here for. I want to show here. you the news. So he dropped a song where he disses Doja Cat by name. <laughs> really? By name, man. Uh, let me let me find the let me find the exact verse for you, really quick. What are you doing, old man? Dude, when I tell you, man, I was I was laughing. I was like, gee. The name of the album is called uh, King's, Dece- King's Disease, and the track is called Ultra Black with Hit Boy. So it's just Ultra Black. I'm going to play some of it on the mic. Go ahead. So super, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Super Nas flow, bro. I love it. I love it. Now let me show you the part. The opposite of Doja Cat, Michael Blackson Black, man. Also, shout out to Hitboy for sounding like a DJ premiere. Ooh, didn't he kill that? Didn't, bro? Don't that sound classic? Don't that shit sound classic New York? Super boom bap. With the yes. with the with the smooth on the top flow, it feels like uh, Kanye Kanye mirrored this on his uh, heard him say he mirrored this New York vibe because yeah, yeah. this is a New York vibe. This is more this is more in tune with the actual vibe of that beat style of New York. But for those of you who might not know that time period, Kanye on heard him say slowed down a vibe of similar of similar proportions to uh, to that. But like man, I love that track. But he dissed Doja Cat by straight name. Yeah, Opposite actually, I haven't of even Doja heard of Doja Cat in the last few months. I mean, she got what happened to her after all that weird shit? Yeah, man, I don't know. By the way, I'm just thinking about the beatles that after this, but you need beatles to. make me think of Kanye when he was still making beats for other people. Yep, that's like, exactly uh, what it broke. It, it's a good like John Legend could come on this, like early John Legend. Easy, like common, bro. common can go on that. But like, it's a it's a good beat, man. It's a good flow. I think it's a good fit for Nas as well. Like that was really dope. But I mean, like. I don't like that's just such a random call out. But Nas has never been one to hold back. Is like, cause what is she gonna do? Bar back at him, and then yeah. Nas will have to drop an ether on her. She don't want an ether. You don't want to catch the ether she out ether here. Herself. You don't want to catch an ether. Like, it's, I feel like if Nas disses you, you gotta eat it, or yeah. you gotta do what tra- what uh what Cole did and just say I let Nas down. I'm sorry. You gotta make a whole yeah. track on your next album apologizing. Cause like, what do you do when one of like he's a wordsmith? What yeah. what do, what are you supposed to do? 
I mean, I don't know. I haven't really heard anything about her response or anything. I didn't look too much more into that uh, that issue because it was just not worth my time, in all honesty. And no disrespect to Doja Cat, no disrespect to Nas in that sense. I mean, like, just that's a beef where if it started a beef, I wouldn't even want to watch. Like, I don't want to watch that happen. But, yeah, no, I had to talk about that really quick because I was like, I know you probably didn't hear about that. And we talked about in our previous episode, in a previous, previous episode, Rapper yeah. High School. Do you remember that? When we talked about the ages of rappers and we were like, wouldn't it be crazy if these rappers went to school together? I found a list of rappers who did go to school together. Oh, my God. And actors. Let me blow your mind really quick. Snoop Dogg went to school with Cameron Diaz. I I do know that. Okay. I got some more ones that'll blow your mind. Busta Rhymes, Biggie, and Jay-Z. All went to high school together. That's crazy. All went to high school together, same high school, same time. This one will really mess you up now. Jonah Hill. Yes. Jonah Hill went to school with Adam Levine. That's really weird. <laughs> That's kind of Jonah weird. Hill's brother was the manager yeah. of Maroon 5. Yeah, I didn't know that. that he passed away know. recently, rest in peace. But yeah, yeah, I had no clue. And the one that blew my freaking mind, dude. And this one, I'll, you'll know exactly why it blew my mind, too. Zach Brafe from Scrubs. Yeah. Went to school and was friends with Lauren Hill. That's weird. Yep, dude. Like That's really weird. She went to his bar mitzvah. That's even weirder. She bro, man, threw me off. Also, can we uh shout out everybody who's watching? You can see Alex's uh Alex's mic cover. He's got a sock, sock. on the mic, man. We're trying to get that crispy audio for you all. We do it by all means. That Drake line where he goes, where were you when I was recording in the bathroom? Where were you when I was recording with a sock on my mic? Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, <laughs> he has a uh, he has a line, J. Cole has a line on uh, Black Friday where he goes, where were you when the Civic was getting towed, my nigga? When he uh, <laughs> yeah. goes over Kendrick's All Right beat. And uh, uh-huh. my homie Ryan, uh, he has he had a Civic. Rest in peace to his Civic. Uh, it's, it's since been gone. But yeah. I picked him up one time when that car got towed, and I yeah. played that song on the way mm-hmm. back. Because I was just like, hey, all I got to say is I was here when the Civic was getting yeah. towed, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. Drake has a line. He said Malibu with the cloth on the seats. I used to have a Malibu with the cloth on the seats. Man, First yeah, that's part. what I'm saying. Isn't it dope when you be hearing stuff in there? But it sucks when it be I'm about like, your life. Because also on this Amine album, he makes a line where he's like, where was you at when I was driving in the Nissan? And I was in my yeah. Nissan listening to that <laughs> verse going... Ah, uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I can. You're rapping about my current struggles, man. But yeah. let's dive into that album with that segue, man. We're getting better at these, dude. It's almost like we're, it's almost like we've been doing this, man. Like we segued. <laughs> we segued into the album off random convo, man. It's like we do this or some shit. Now, uh, initial take of the album. What were you feeling here, my man? So, Mina's been a pretty interesting guy to me because. Um, I think we've talked about him on the podcast before, but when it comes up, it's mostly because I'm I'm partial to people who blow up on the scene from a single because it instantly smells like label, and it smells like label. It players. smells like label, and it smells like short term. It doesn't smell like longevity. Yes. Yeah, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, when did when did uh, when did Rodeo when did not Rodeo what's not Rodeo? You're talking about his Lil first album. Oh, no, Lil not, oh, when did he drop? Old Time Road, that dropped... That was like two years ago now. Now it's like a year okay. and a half. Old Time Road dropped 2018. So, yeah, two years. Yeah, two years. Um, so, I was actually reading his Wikipedia before this, and Caroline dropped... I don't even know. Is that long? 2016. Yep. 2016. 
the that was album the year after we graduated high school. Like that album, but we want to know what's popular. The, re- the what's crazy. The rest of that album gained popularity over the course of 2017 and 2018, and then he gave yeah. us another album. I and uh, let me shout out my homie Rodrigo. Got to shout him out. I know he's watching. He's the one who put me on to Amina's first album. All I knew was Caroline. And I was, yeah. of course, I was. I'm not. A, I'm not a shit talker. But I was like, hey, he ain't sticking. If Caroline right. is all you got in the bag, you're not sticking. I went back listened to Heebie Jeebies on that album with Kalani. Great, best song on that album. It's a bonus track, and I love when they're bonus tracks because that means that shit almost didn't make it. And I love that when your best song on your album is one that almost didn't even make it onto the tape. And it was such a good song. And when I listened through, you hear Charlie Wilson's on that first album and now they Uh best friends because Charlie Wilson on backgrounds through here, uh, not all credited and features, but now they best friends with it and shit. But it's so crazy to see someone who could have the catchy single but also the rest of the album backed it because I feel like Lil Nas X didn't give us that. He gave us the EP right after it didn't back it didn't back his single. Whereas right. Amine handed us all of this at the same time. He yeah. said all of that is quality. You not yeah. gonna notice yet. And then his uh, he has an intro on the album that came right before this thing. It's called One Point Five. Um, let me get that title right. Let me make sure. Yeah, One Point Five. Um, yeah. The uh, intro track is called Doctor Whoever. It's just an open letter to a to a therapist, essentially. Yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorite tracks ever released in history. And uh, to go back to episode one, he properly knows how to credit sampled lyrics. He says, yeah. um, he says, uh, when I'm from where niggas play tough, won't even smile in er- mirrors, and we learn to fuck hoes off trial and error. That's the J. Cole line. And then right after that bar, he says, Friday nights with him broke niggas call out. And I'm just like, that's how you do a salute. He he not only did a J. Cole bar, he salutes J. Cole's biggest mixtape, his his intro to the scene, Friday Night Lights. Like, that is how you properly feature. And I think that's where my respect for him just went through the roof. I was like, you know how to respect the game. You know how to bar up properly. I'm listening to whatever you drop for forever now. He's, dude, and that, you said it right. Like, it's so rare nowadays, especially nowadays, when you have he's like the anomaly where it's like, yeah, you you drop a song, like you said when I first heard it, I was like, okay, it's cool, and then that coincided with me going to uh, shit twenty eighteen when it kind of blew up, uh, me going to Northern, where I started to go a lot more parties and college parties, and like that song was just on repeat all the time, bro. Carolyn, I was playing Carolyn, it, Carolyn, yeah. And, oh, um, and I loved it when he performed it at Coachella. And he said, "If you ain't black, don't say nigga." At the part where he says "West Side nigga," he just changed all the words, and he just said, "If you ain't black, then don't say nigga." And then he keeps the song going. I love that. Keep going, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you getting a new vibe um, for us? Getting a new vibe. Actually, you know what? Different color. Wait, blue. Man, um, you have great lighting going on in there. Can we also just compliment yeah. that really quick? You have great face lighting going Selfie on. Selfie lighting. Big light. Man, I got to get my Just light together. I, I got, like, string lights over there. I, man, yeah. I, I created a vibe down here. <laughs> um, but to piggyback what you're saying, yeah, it's, like, rare when a single artist can also give you an album that really makes you think and it really makes you reflect. Because I think what he does really well, which I – I didn't listen to 1.5, but I listened to this album. Mm-hmm. And um, it really captures – even if you're not a rich rapper or a famous rapper, it really – encapsulates what it means to be like in your 20s and like you have issues with like girls it feels like the time we living in (laughs) feels like the time we're living in like you have troubles with girls and you like you know you you have this like 
love for your parents, your mother, your parent, or your guardian, and how much they've done for you. And you start to that's like you start you know, to understand middle. that. You start to see it. You start to because yeah, he talks about that a lot. There. He even says it on his previous albums where he's just like, I know my pops hates that I that I left the crib and now the lawn is his to mow. Like he, yeah. he, was, he was like, I know my pops hates that, but he's like, yeah, yeah. he's like, I had to go do my thing, and I like. It's it's those little nuances that that catch me as a fan, especially of someone like Amine, where I feel like a lot of people could easily still write him off as the Caroline dude, even in 2020. But like we four years passed and he grew. He grew, man. And the one that really opened my eyes personally was um, after I had after I saw the video for Caroline back in was actually (sighs) well shot, well shot, well shot, well shot. 2016, I actually did listen to a little bit of that album because. I listened to Turf, which was the first Charlie Wilson song with him that I heard. Yep. And I was like, whoa, he's really introspective. He's really talking about leaving home and, like, you know, this new journey of being, you know, a rapper. And like, of, like, it was just really... getting, getting, his, uh, getting his goals. I mean, like... Yeah. It was, it like, was nice. Yeah, and it's like, I'm not too sure where he stands in terms of, like, popularity. Like, obviously, he's a Caroline guy, but, like, I hope he... I hope he, stick, he sticks around because it's like oh, yeah. he's doing shit like this now at 26, I believe he is. Like, who knows where he's going to go? Where is he going to go, man? That's my yeah. biggest thing. And, man, now we got to dive into the album because I'm because yeah. now you really talking some some shit that I'm thinking on this album. Now, um, just to preface before you all, uh, before we get into this, before we go for the track for track here, um, this album uh, has a lot of Kobe talk on it, too. He, uh, I don't know if we're going to keep referencing it throughout, but he definitely talks about how just Kobe dying was a huge thing for him and a couple of his friends and things like that because of how large of a figure he was, even like saying inside of this album, like when Kobe died, I felt like a piece of my childhood died. And when he says that and explains it in there, it gets much deeper. He's just like a, that was a piece of like the innocence. Like that was a piece of like the childhood, especially for those people who like enjoy basketball, like watching basketball, or even if you've just thrown a piece of paper across the room and yelled Kobe like it's a part of your childhood in some manner or things of that nature and like he he really is introspective to that point in here because even uh in his past tapes he's talked about his friends and growing older like he'll mention like his friends are getting married or his friends are having kids and he's just like this is crazy like we're at this level we're doing things like this and he says it more in shock than anything but to kick it off the first track on the entire tape burden my man this is a this is a good intro in my opinion. The beat, the beat, the beat, man. The uh, way the, the way it like slides in there. Um, yeah. Let's give him a little clip. I'll give you a little clip. Yeah. Sound like Kanye. Sound, Sound like, like Kanye. Kanye. Sound yeah. like an early Kanye chop right a there. A lot all of that sounds like Kanye. Honestly, like spiritually, sounds like old, like young Kanye. It sounds like um, that, like. Uh, early i'm talking like freshman adjustment right into that right into yeah. that first album like we talking pre-college dropout yay a little bit yeah and um, i i enjoy the premise too to bury me before i'm a burden oh i like that it's deep man that's a deep yeah. one but i mean he said on 1.5 the chorus to his intro was these intros ain't meant to be bangers they meant for you and me so we'll never end up as strangers and that's what he holds his intros as so I mean, this right here stays along that vein to me. This is a this yeah. is a deep one. I don't know if this is one that we gonna bang on the radio, but this beat just gave me such vibes, man. Yeah, I really liked it. It was it was a um, 
again, like I was instantly okay. This is like, I don't know. He's really good with beat selection. Like his beats are really intricate and really different. Um, he, he yeah, he's part of this new like wave of like, I don't know what you want to call him like. Alter- almost alternative. I don't know, like rap. It's, it's they like they they're like rap adjacent. It's like yeah, a, it's, it's like a, we're we're rappers. We know the bar. We know the structure. But we also want to add something to it that's our own. Yeah. And his yeah. his own is very interesting to me because what he adds to it is this like it's not even a weird word play all the time. It's just yeah. the the beat selection plus him. Like because he yeah. just knows what he's gonna do on it beforehand. But I don't know, man. That track right there, like that's a that's a good way to intro it for me. It let me know that it was going to be a little bit deeper of a project than I was expecting. And then we get right into that Woodlawn, man. I like that one a lot. <sighs> man, let me let me get a little piece of that one. Yeah, refresher. I thought I was over trap flutes. I thought I was over <laughs> yeah. trap flutes, man. But nah, G, he brought me right back. That uh, that producer, Young Man, is the guy. <clears throat> he's produced for Little Izzy Vert, uh, uh, Six Nine, Roddy Rich, Fetty Wap. So it's weird that this dude sound a little Uzi-ish. Yeah, and it's like it's weird how you can take that same song, like this beat, and it would probably just sound like stupid mumble rap to like somebody else. But he killed, like he he wrote it, man. Like, he yeah. uh, it gave me a uh, Jid vibes. Not to jump ahead too much, but he gave me Jid vibes the way he wrote the beat because that's how Jid yeah. rides the da and it's like that like really nice man. I don't know. I feel like that flow needs a name. It's like a it's like a pitter pat thing. It's like a da 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 da, and like he he rides it the entire time. And I don't know if I would have been able to ride, like, I'm not a rapper, but I mean, I don't know if I would have been able to ride yeah. that the entire time yeah. because it's such an intricate beat structure. And it really, it thrives more for the, and like the slower metered rap and what we're used to, you know? Yeah. And yeah. what what's the name of this producer? Young Lamb. Young Lamb. What's some, uh, what's some hits he's giving us? I'll tell you right now. Young Lamb. Let's produce songs. Uh, that way by Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, uh, backseat by Roddy Rich. TikTok six nine. Uh, RGF Island. I don't know. Fetty Wap. Um, RGF Island. Yeah. True. Uh, Black youngster. So it seems that he got. He's got like a type of rapper. Let's just say that. I mean, I would say that all of that is a type of beat. Trap. I think Amine, like trap, like, Amine might be his weirdest one on that list. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's super weird. Um, yeah, these are all just like the baby, uh, Fat Trail, Young Dro, like Young Dro. Man, when was the last time Asia you heard some? When was the last time you heard some Young Dro in your life? Yeah. So yeah, he's 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 got hits though. Um, yeah, so Woodlawn, I like that one. And again, you said that's when the Kobe start. Kobe talks are talking. He goes, "Look, R.P. Kobe, R.P. Kobe. You was like a dad to me. I'm so sad. Had you had to get you tatted on me. Um, so yeah, it's sort of like starts to show. Like I think he speaks for a generation of kids where it's like even a little us, but even like before us, maybe like our cousins or older cousins or definitely. Older brothers. It's like that. It's like that. That top half of the generation we're in. Like they, like, those yeah, are the ones who, who so really like, saw Kobe in the prime. They saw him go yeah. from eight twenty four. They saw all the numbers. You know, 
Like, and I mean, like, that's Afro Kobe days back in the day, man. Yeah, back when yeah, he was going yeah. crazy. But, um, yeah, no, dude, like, that's where the themes start. And then you kind of see that this album meant something. Um, I've kind of been noticing a lot of quarantine albums don't really mean nothing too much. So yeah. I'm glad that this one is rooted in such meaning. And then the next track, I think, is actually the, uh, it's like an intermission type thing. It's the one where he's talking about Kobe. And then yeah. we go right into it. And as I was saying, when I was getting ahead of myself, how he was sounding a little jittish. We got Jid yeah. and Charlie Wilson popping up on the next track. Um, yeah. This really beat quick, right here. Go ahead. Heard a lot about me. Nigga, fuck what you heard. It's all fun and games till it happens like a bass guy curse. Boy, him and Jid, this is the exact type of beat that I like for Jid. This is the exact type of beat I like for Amina. The beat selection, man, like we're back to that, dude. Like I'm, we're we're only what three tracks deep, and I'm damn near about to give him a ten out of ten for beat selection. Yeah, dude. He's, because like, like this said, is beat selection is crazy. And I don't I don't know if you heard right at the beginning of the uh, of the tape, but he has that line where his homie is like, "Yeah, this is the type of shit that you uh you pick your homie up from jail with." And I was yeah. like. You kind of right though. Like when this yeah. track comes on, you like you kind of right. And then you got Charlie Wilson with them with them silky vocals right in there, man. Uncle Charlie weird, needs to be a constant call for everybody. It wants an album. Yeah, and he's really good with with the only other rapper I can think of was Kanye, and they can do magic together. But it's like this Tyler too. But I think yep. with, with oh that earth, like, ooh, don't leave me yeah. is my oh. Yeah, and it's like, dude, he's a perfect addition to any song, and he can really. Everybody need Uncle Charlie it. for at least the track. Yeah, or just the ad libs, even just like, just like his screaming when he does. Like, Bro, yeah, because he he did that a lot for the track Dakota with yeah. with uh with Amina, and that's on the first album where it's like he just has this shabba dweez everywhere, yeah, yeah. and it, they just go so perfectly, and they fit in with the way the keys go. It's got light yeah. strings on it, and then you come over to a beat like this that's sitting more in the chill vibe. This feels more Atlantish to me. Mm-hmm. Like this feels like some slow Atlanta. Like, that's why I think yeah. Jid flew on it, like, so smooth as he did. Like, I almost didn't even notice when they when they changed up. Yeah. Like, I had to just, I had to run it back and go, what? We we switch rappers? Yeah. It, dude, his flow, I, I had to read the, the Jid verse over again when I was listening to it. Because mm-hmm. he just goes, like, weird with it. Like, just, like, like off syllables, off beat. Like, but he ties it back together. And it's like off. He's a different animal, man. Staggered. It's weird. He does it weird and staggered. I don't even. I don't even want to know. So, like him and uh, him and Johnny Venus from Earth Gang, both of them baffled me with the way they write. And I've always wanted to know, like, how do you write that down? And uh, have you heard sacrifices from the uh, from the Dreamville project? Uh, yeah. So yeah. that's the one. Johnny Venus has that. Hey man, who man? And he like he's rapping two different lines, but you could tell they were recorded at different times. When yeah. he sent the picture of his notebook on Instagram, and he had the verses written side by side, line wow. down the center of the page, so he yeah. knew where each line came in. And I was like, how does that even make sense? I gotta see these. Yeah. Like I want to know what their notebooks look like. Like a person like Jid, when you get in the syllable play like that. Yeah. What does it look like when you write it down? How do yeah. you how do you remember that that's supposed to sound like that and this is supposed to be like this? And man, he just this is a master class in warping a normal word. Yeah, yeah, he's Jid is just crazy with that. And I was just like, I love it when uh, rappers do features on 
albums, but it's like they give almost like the Andre 3000 thing where it's like they give you more than you paid for. Where it's like, oh shit, you like went crazy. Than I it's like, man, I just you could have given me a straight verse, I would have loved it, yeah, but you just had to yeah. go ahead and give me the the whole shebang. Yeah, like he was bored that day. He's like, I'm just gonna fucking kill it. I'm just That's gonna crazy. go ahead and kill it. Yeah, <laughs> man, I feel that though. That track, though, man, I man, we we haven't even found one that I could just even say was all right yet. Um, now this next one, um, can't decide. Uh, can Loved you, it. What's the producer on this one, man? Before we even T-. start, that, that's T- I, oh, I knew it. I knew it. I, I thought I remembered T-. hearing. I thought I remembered hearing the "We Good" T minus at the beginning. This that's J Cole's voice. Yes, yeah, J. Yeah, that's his new tag. Yeah. His new tag is the J yeah. Cole. That's um, that's from a uh, middle child. Uh, middle child, and then the second time we hear it is uh, the London by T minus. You we go T minus, meet me at the London. But that's his new tag now. And man, this beat, bro! I was like, what is this flow? It reminded me of uh, beats like the London. Um, there's another track I can't think of right now. Oh, my homie Ryan fucked with it so hard. I think it's called like Maria or something. Maria. It's something. It might have like thug, it might be Thugger or something. I don't know, man. But this this has like one of those like nice little like it's it's almost like a Latin vibe in the background, you know. I loved it. It's so good. Let's. Oh yeah, I was gonna I was just gonna play a little bit. Man, bruh, you hear all the clicks, bro? I love all of that. Like that's so clean. Honestly, this is like. I wouldn't say Drake would do it, but Drake would do it. Yeah, no, no, you yeah. was right. You was right. You was right. Yeah. Drake would do it. Drake would have yeah. took this and made a whole like repetitive banger for you with it. Yes, yes. <laughs> it reminds me of. Uh, it instantly thought of this. This is some nerdy Drake shit, but uh, there was a leak. I want to say two years ago called Pistols. I was sleeping with a pistol in my bed. A Drake leak. I'll send it to you because I don't think you can find it anywhere anymore. Yeah, no, nah, that sounds. You guys know what I'm that sounds about. like a it's deep diver. And he's, I mean, it's so Drake because he says, I've been sleeping with a pistol in my bed. I'd rather be with you instead. Like, so Drake. Like, yeah, you're not sleeping with a pistol. Aubrey. Like, Aubrey. Yeah, come on, Aubrey. Aubrey. You're sleeping while your security holds a pistol outside your door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it's, anyway, the, the beat on the pistols, uh, pistols beat is like a very, like, Spanish, almost like they're using a, was it a lute? Like a lute, like, doo, 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 doo. I'll send it to you. But actually, I'll play it right now because I have the power. A I have it on my phone. I mean, hey, it's not on any streaming services, so not, uh, you're not going to be able to ding us on YouTube. Kind of over it. We're just going to get copyright strikes until we. So, like, who that. did the beat? I don't do questions. Let's see. Oh, this is so Drake. This is so Drake. I can already see the video. It's slow-mo for the first two minutes. Oh, of course. Just slow-mo, slow-mo panning shots around his face. I like to think it's like a... the bottle. Yes, and he's at like a, like a restaurant, and there's like this Latin girl, and they start dancing in the middle of the floor. Like, you know? Did your game just get turned up? <laughs> I just like screamed, I think. Oh, <laughs> Sorry to the to the hook. Uh, it doesn't say who was. I mean, yeah, it's harder producer. to find the producers for the one-off leaks. 
This must be on views. views. I can believe it. That's it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, Drake, so, please send me that after this show. Yeah. I'm going to write that down because I got to send that to somebody who's a Drake fan. It was, dude, I still play it to this day. It's not even finished, but it's not good. I can imagine it's not finished. Man. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> I think it's a 40 beat. Yeah. Okay. Produced by 40. It. Now, uh, now to, to try to loop all the way back in true miseducation fashion with a horrendous segue. Yeah. The next song has Thugger. Yeah, that was like weird. That but, was weird. But back to beat selection. Man, this episode might just have to be called Amine is the beat selecting. <laughs> he, he gets the beat selection award of 2020 because this yeah. is a perfect thugger beat right here. Yeah. Oh, no, I got to let this beat drop real quick. That's another T minus. Oh my God, man! Like that—that that is a beat right there. He gave us two back to backs. Do you think he put the T minuses next to each other on purpose on the album? Probably. Dude. I. And the they flow together really so well. It's almost like the two tracks go into each other. Yeah, and he is a motherfucker with melodies, dude. He's oh, a really man. good melody artist. I imagine that his throwaways are probably bought by other artists. I wonder. I was going to say. Does it mean they have credits in I, other he's places? He's probably been writing for other people. I don't know. He but had he's, to have I can, I can really, I can really see him writing for other people. I could definitely good. believe. Because like when it comes to even something like this. He had Thugger on here. I feel like he gave Thugger the perfect space to go ahead. Like he's he could be an orchestrator if he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He could put together your tracks for you. Mm. Oh my God, man! Like hold up, hold up. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get to my part on here, bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> the orange and black seats, Daffy Duck, bro. I when I tell you, I was walking to that shit, and bro, I was like, my walk different. Like I'm walking <laughs> different out here. That is, bro. Like Thugger was playing around on it, having fun. I love a good track like that. I think Amine might be the artist for that vibe. You know? Yeah, dude. He's he's. He, but that's just again. This proves like this is obviously. I don't even know if it is, but it's got to be, this is like the single, you know? Like, this is like probably the single. I don't know, because I, I don't even think, know if he had a single. Uh, I'll get, uh, yeah, I, he didn't, he didn't drive, we didn't get yeah. one. Um, yeah. But um, I want to, I think there's some other ones that have more single potential the further down the list we get. But this one, definitely. I mean, for the for the name clout of Young Thug, the clout of the producer T-minus, and just the beauty of the melody, that it's a good single. Like I would pick this as a single. Yeah. Dude, the next song blew my fucking mind. Oh yeah, let's let's just get right into it. Let's get right into it. Cause this is this is and this is why I talked about the J. Cole thing at the beginning. Because I knew this yeah. was in here. This Dude. is another example of properly fucking sampling people's words, respecting art, and also creating new art from it. Man, shimmy, bro. Shimmy. Bruh. Now, I... 
It's been a whole year, my nigga. Let's not front. It's my year, my nigga. That's how we intro. That's how we bro. Don't that feel? Don't that feel Kendricky? Didn't that feel a little, yeah. little Kendricky to you? The drums are Kendricky, and look, those are the same drums from something. Oh, oh, oh! Black of the Berry. Sounds very similar. The Black of the Berry, the sweet of the ju- Oh yeah, hey, I can feel that vibe, man. Now let's see if it's the same producer. Hold on. Yeah, get a get a check on that one. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's the same producer. The same two producers. Come on, man. Dude, yes. It's almost like we do this shit. Why we, <laughs> it's almost like we do this shit. It's almost Dude, like we do it, man. Come on, that's G. That's so crazy. It felt they like had, Blacker the Berry, though. It did, that's the man. Same that drum was perfect. That's the same drum kit. It was the exact, bro. You, man. Jesus Christ. It's so good, though. Like, man, yeah, when I heard that, I was, like, I was like, I would have loved it. You, you should have just had featuring Wu-Tang. We should have brought the yeah. clan onto it. Yeah, dude. It's it's and Shimmy Shimmy Y'all is one of my favorite songs from Old Diddy Bastion. Man, um, that's what I'm saying. Like the ODB salute in here. Um, let me get the Shimmy Shimmy so people can hear the. Like, bruh, like he gives us that, and then we have the vocal sample inside of there too. Man, like he he did this. He did his damn thing right here. This is this is your hard track banger. This is the one that you play in the car with the homies. This is the track on here where like you and your homies rolling in the car, you turn that one on. Yeah. It felt, bro. It feel like you kicking a door down when that beat come through. Yeah, it's. I was so happy that he did that. I loved it. And it's like you said, the really respectful way to do it too. Man, he went crazy on it. Now, would you put this as one of your favorites on here? Is this your favorite on yeah. here? That's this one and the Jid one. And I think I have one more coming up. Oh yeah, I have one more. Coming I got up. another one coming up too. Now this yeah. one, um, let me let me see if there's anything else. If I got any other notes on this one, um, it's properly credited. Um, also in the in the listing because I know we've talked about uh the we talked about on the Instagram clip the uh the Travis Scott sci high debacle properly credited yeah. across everything from the writers down. Um, but before we, this, uh, oh wait, no, 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 there's one more. There's, oh, there's another one before it. Okay. So pressure in my palms is the next one. Yeah. This one. That's what I like. This feels, uh, it's felt a little West Coasty to me. And then Vince Staples on it, man. I'm a Vince Staples fan. Bro, he's crazy. Um, and then I like when. You can tell they're about to go in. He goes, because he's actually featuring an artist that I'm actually just starting to know about. His name is Slow Tide. Yep. And that's, uh, he's, isn't he a UK dude? Yeah, UK dude. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like UK dudes a lot, but this one right here, he went, yeah. He went hard. I like him. I'm a big fan of, uh, of, um, uh, Skepta, who, yeah. Is, um, I, I love Skepta. I actually listen to Skepta's albums a lot. And, when he fucking goes, Amine says, he's like about, to, I think it's this song where he goes, uh, lyrics. Like he, it's like, he pulls out his phone. He says, oh, I got to get my phone because there's lyrics. Oh there. yeah. Oh my God. And, and then the verse then starts. Goes in. Oh, bro. That, I was, when I heard that, I was like, do you think that he just looked at Buddy and said, yo, hit record? Like, yeah, or, he's or laughing. Be, you can hear him laugh. Bro. He goes, oh, I got to get my phone. I loved that part, man. I loved, oh, dude, I forgot about that shit. That's that so awesome. Skepta. There's a Skepta song uh, in a famous British sample, and it says, lyrics for lyrics, 
That's what they say. Lyrics for lyrics. Lyrics for lyrics. Lyrics for lyrics. That's why he goes, lyrics for lyrics. Um, but yeah, dude, when he goes in, Jesus, that last verse is like, yeah. Bro, it's too crazy. Just that, like, let me get my phone real quick. Ah, man, that's so clean. It's so clean. This is this is good music right here, man. Like, honestly. Um, dude, I'm a young Jackie. If I hit, it's gone. You bizquick, scallywax, silly motherfuckers. I'll do your ass the same way Ye did Taylor. Like they they rhyme weird over there. Yeah, super weird. They rhyme weird over there. I'm not mad at it though. What's up, man? What's up? Man's a name. Cause doesn't he has a line in there where he's just like, "Oh, your pussy's bleaching" or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says something. He says gynecology. He, the word gynecology yeah. is in the song. Like oh my it, god, yeah. the man! This like when Fergie Peter pants, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. That's really like Eminem ish. It was so Eminem ish. ish. Yeah. Um, man. Gee, it's a good song, dude. I might have to check out Slow Tide. I might have to actually, you know, peep them, see what's going on. Also, I like the outro, outro Jack Knight. I don't know if it's one of his homies or something, but uh, I do. I thought about what he said afterwards. He said, There ain't no money in having hate in your heart. There ain't no yeah. money in that shit, bro. That's that broke. Shit to have hate in your heart. I know very untalented people with a lot of love in their heart who are doing great. But is like, is he wrong? That's awesome, dude. That's come awesome on, man. No mean ain't about to give you an album, but also you know, like actually drop some information for you. Yeah. And then, uh, actually, I think the next one might be one of my least favorite beats, and I still like it. But it's like might be one of my least favorite beats. The re track. Can you play a refresher? I think I think we have the same hmm? idea. Can you play a refresher of that one? It's the most basic beat of the entire project, but it still works. I mean, it's not bad. I would even say that now, after listening to so much Amine, that's almost an Amine type beat. Like that is. You know, if you were to type an Amine type beat, that's like a flows, that's that's like a YouTube page page two Amine yeah. type beat, Amine yeah. Amine Jid type. With a with a like a yellow background on it and a flower yeah. in the middle of the picture. Yes. That's exactly what that feels like. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a good song. Still, I enjoy the first line. You love Rihanna, but you ain't a savage. I like the like the yeah. wordplay. But I don't know. This this uh, is definitely not my favorite on there on here. Yeah. Um, I think this might be the the most the most chill song of all. Yeah, not bad, but it's not that. It's not- but it leads to my favorite track of the entire project. Is it because it is Summer Walker on it? No, it is not. Be so. First of all, I'm a Summer Walker like fan. Summer I'm a Summer Walker. Walker fan. I'm a Summer Walker fan. It's real yeah. shit. It's like, she's amazing. I think yeah. even even with her being the way she is as an artist, how she doesn't enjoy to have all of the things such as tours or meet and greets or things like that. I still love her as an artist, and I think that even makes me appreciate her more that she's able to stand her ground in that. But we can get into Summer Walker talk on an entirely different day. Yep. But this track right here, bro, I'm gonna just let me let me throw the clip out. <laughs> bro, so good. He gave us an entirely different little vibe right here. This is almost a break from the album, in my opinion. Like, yeah. 
this this track is so cold, man. The second I heard this, like it came on, and I was just like, "That's it. This is the best one on the tape." It's so nice. Summer Walker comes in there so slick with it, man. Uh, let me see. The producer on this one is Jackum at Aaron Aaron Childs and P Two J. You know any of them? Not at all. I've never heard of any of them. Let me see. No, I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> Oh, it this one that, was this one hitting? This one hit, and I so the wait. Let me make sure I have the listing right so it goes easy. Yep. So my tear duct started to produce slightly. The outro hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up! Before we get too deep, the same person who created this created "Brown Skin Girl" from Beyonce's "Blackest King." Same wow. producer, same producer. Keep That's going crazy. now, and keep Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, when they do the outro, can you do the outro of that song? Mm-hmm. That's when my tear duct started to move. Yep. Bruh, and it just oh, ends right there. That. I love that. I yeah. love how it just ends right there. It's a bro, that, that track is it's a nice one. I mean, but yeah. like it's it's another one of those tracks, in my opinion, that has like one of those titles that doesn't really go along with it. Cause the name of it's yeah. easy, but it's talking about how all of this shit isn't easy, but you gotta do it. Right. Like it's really yeah. about like loving yourself and making things work. Mm-hmm. I don't man, it, I was I grabbed something from that track. I was listening yeah, to it too. and I was just like, we could throw that back on repeat. We could throw that one <laughs> That's more time. Driving around by myself at night song. <laughs> Definitely, man. Now, he did what I love when artists do. We probably won't talk about this track too, too deep. But I love when artists have a track for their mother. I'm a fan. This is the one where I almost cried. It's, I love this one. He got Charlie. He brought Charlie onto that one, bro. Yes. Let me tell you, G, if I, was ever, if I was ever famous in the music and I did a song with Charlie Wilson from my mom, yeah. it's getting played every Mother's Day. Yeah, bro, come on. I, I love the... I love the line where he goes, used to promise when I'm rich that I would get you favorite whip. You was my lift before the lift, so you deserve you a coupe. I love that. Come on, man. I'm going to take you to the Grammys in a yellow suit. Put Chanel on you just to show him how my mama do. Come that. on, man. He went crazy on here. This is... This is it's one of those it's one of those good mom tracks. You know, Kanye gave us Hey Mama. Chance gave us Hey Ma. Like... You gotta get. I think you gotta throw one out for your mom to salute. Also, he has a line. Is it in this song where he just says like, "My dad, my my mom's better dad than anybody's father" or something? Yeah. My mom, like my mom's best dad in the world or something like that. Was that this song or was that another song? I'm not sure. And also, he has that tonight. I want to quote Tupac, "Dear Mama, come on, man!" Yeah, like that's he do it right. I think we need to, man, Amine about to, we are Amine stands on this podcast. This podcast, man, we are here for it. I want to talk to Amine, dude. I want to talk to him, too, man. I need to pick his brain because, bro, uh, another beat selection. Another beat selection. This is a new one. This is the, uh, you know what, you know what, maybe, maybe I'm tweaking. I feel like Ty Dolla Sign could have won on this. Yeah. I feel like Ty Dolla Sign could have slid in so nice. He could have been a good feature. But then again, if you yeah. got Charlie, why you need Ty? If you got Charlie. Ty's like the new Charlie, but Charlie. He Walker. is, you know, and that's my yeah. thing. I think when we get to the future, Ty Dolla Sign going to have some Charlie Wilson energy. 
Yeah, he'll be like the old head, but he'll be still be like super good. Yeah, you know, some kids who are in their twenties will have a podcast like us when we're in our sixties, yeah. and they're gonna be like, yeah. "Bro, he got Ty on there, bro." When you got got Uncle Ty Dollar Sign, like, <laughs> yeah, just it's like weird, dude. I can listen to the same way that I can listen to Charlie Wilson literally say nothing for an entire song, just like do vocal riffs. I can do the same thing with Ty Dollar Sign. Ty Dollar does it super well. Uh, Cinderella with him and Mac Miller. When he just yeah. does it, he does it live at NPR after Mac passed and didn't know any of the words. But we can talk about that later. I, yeah. I analyze performances. But it was a beautiful yeah. performance and salute to his homie. But due to his lack of knowing words, it becomes a lot of riffing. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Like <laughs> I love the riffs. Dude. I love when people can do that really well. Now, uh, the next track, Becky. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going just gonna to play the first line here. Yep, me too. <laughs> That is the most poetic I've ever heard that be said in my life. It sounds so beautiful. I can't wait to show this to my mother tomorrow because I no no anything no no cap I hate that word but my mother said this to me multiple. I think times. that everyone who is brown has probably heard that before. Yes, for for various reasons, and none of it none of it through yeah. none of it through racism. Most of it through complication just, yeah just like just don't yeah just bring a nice mexican girl home like always that shit always always just always bring a nice shit. mexican girl home but that's how everybody's yeah. parents are i imagine yeah it's like bring home someone nice looks yeah, like us yeah, yeah. but either way it's <laughs> yeah. so funny that the name of the song is uh is becky i think it's so comical to me um this was produced he has production credit on this which is another uh reason why i think this beat is just a hit for him um, let me. Yeah, I think Pasquet is like his dude because he's. Pasquet is definitely a homie. Produced Caroline, produced a lot of things. Um, a lot of this album as well. Pass. A lot of his last album. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, dude. This is bro. He's eating. Doctor He's Whoever, eating off of Amine. Like, they are. Yeah. They are homie homies. They probably grew up together. Also, I want to know who this is, and it might be. I, I want to say it's either one of his homies or it's like a, a pseudonym for himself because on a, almost every track there's somebody called Madison Apple by Stort and who? they're only here their only credits are for Amina songs Madison Apple by Stort I'm pretty sure it's probably is. that's a pen name yeah because that's it's he's the first on, like, name on album. here is Madison Apple by Stort and if you look them up, you can't find anything. It's just, it's just. That's a pen name. Yeah, it has to be. It's uh, is it his pen name? It'll be kind of weird. Apple by Stuart. Let's see. Give it, a, give it a month. The Reddit sleuths will figure that out. The Reddit sleuths. <laughs> Don't fucking get into it. But yeah, so this this song is pretty much, um, and I'll read this straight off of uh, straight off of Amine here. This uh, unreviewed bio uh, touches on his specific relationship and racial issues that happened during his adolescence while being in a relationship with a white girl. I mean, it's pretty much what I felt while listening to the song. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's from Portland. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, yeah, that's a weird place. It had to, that, that had to be right worthy. You like, I, you could make yeah. a song about it. Date a white girl in Portland. Uh, <laughs> 
But yeah, no, this is uh, we're getting into the latter half of the album. I feel like uh, a lot of our hits were at the top, but then this uh, this next track, Fetus, definitely a a thinker, in my opinion. Um, this produced by Parker Corey. Do you know who that is? Oh my God! Hold on, hold on. So Parker Corey looks. This picture looks exactly like what I thought Parker Corey looked like yeah okay. <laughs> that's that's what i that's what i thought parker Corey looked like and of course it, it was exactly what he was i'm he not produces for injury reserve a lot it seems yeah i'm not into him or them whoever they are i mean i've heard a couple songs of them i've heard of uh, them there's a song called actually called oh fuck i think it's called tesla with injury reserve and i mean i'll send you that one uh, i mean it has a really great line I mean, the whole song is about their obsession with their teslas mm-hmm. and he goes um your engine go vroom, my engine go. He just doesn't talk. Tesla. Yeah, because it's Tesla. I mean, hey, that's He's like uh, Gambino on the Fiskers Don't Make Noise when they start yeah, up. Yeah, just so you know. Right. Fiskers Don't Make Noise when they start up. <laughs> that's so funny. But uh, this this track, Fetus, I think, is is one of the, and you might not even be able to tell, but at the same time, I feel like you should be able to through the title, but this is one of the more deeper tracks about their future kids. Like, he's kind of rapping... Uh, a thing about that but also like rapping like a how it could have happened and i like the mm-hmm. dual perspective i like the working dead-end jobs like me and my baby broke so we don't know what condoms are like you know like yeah. he's kind of rapping it from like the perspective of if if he wasn't in the position he's in i guess right and i think that that's always cool to me yeah i like that like well, what if Oh, and then the uh, the line right here. My son probably see fire before a fire drill, which speaking on, like, uh, just school shootings and things of that nature. And then we fell in love and lit a flame before tender came back when T.I. bring him out and 50 fuck with game. And I'm like, oh, paint a time period for us. Paint a time period for it. Like, g- giving a setting in a rap line is not as easy as some people might think. Like, it's not just let me say, hey, let's take you back to let me take you back to 2004. It's like, a no, you got to you got to put me back in that energy. And when he said back when T.I. bring him out and 50 fuck with the game. What, What, man? That was good. So, I mean, I really like this. We shook our iced coffees like they were Shakira's hips. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Like this was this was a good one. Now are we? I think we. I think we're actually at the end of the album. Damn. My reality. Yeah, my reality, man. The the tie up, the finisher. Um, you want to take this one first, man? Yeah, I'm gonna play. play I was about to do it too. Yeah, this one. What does this sound like to you? And I'll tell you what it sounds like to me. What does that sound like to you? What does it sound like to you? The Kanye, but I hold. Oh, what's the song? Oh, what's the? Oh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. You know it. You know it, man. Hold on. You know, bro. Hold on. We might even have to. Might even have to take a little pause to make sure I can find this because I need to find this one. Also, Daniel Caesar wrote on this. Daniel, oh wow, okay, shout out to him, man. 
Give me a second. I gotta find this song because this. Are you talking about a Kanye song? Yes. Oh, uh, popular. Popular. No. 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 Um. I know. Hold on. Gee, this is this is about to fuck with me. This is about to fuck with me. Oh yeah, I gotta find this. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Same vibe to me. Cause like listen yeah. to how it comes like you know. What a Definitely giving me those vibes. Like yeah, when yeah. I the first time I heard it, and that's why I was like, man, I can't think of the name of the track. Earlier, I was singing the whole Kanye track in my head to this song, <laughs> but nah, dude, it sounds a lot like I Wonder, and it was giving me those yeah. vibes. And man, please don't cancel us for still referring to Kanye because we like we know a lot of it. <laughs> um, but this is a good one, man. I think this is a good uh, this is a good ending track. Just the the whole like, let me give you the vibe. Yeah. But yeah, man, what you thinking about it? Um, Joyce Rice, who's this lady? Oh, she's like. Oh, this isn't a sample. That's a that's a person. No, that's her alive. singing, and she was on a Free Nationals track on their new album. For, shout really? out Free Nationals. That's a Anderson Pox band. Wow. Yeah, um, dude, she about to take off. Bet money, bet money. Everybody will know who she is in a year. Yeah, uh, I liked it. Um... I don't know if it's if I would end the album like this. I think the only and okay, maybe this is from my take on it, but I would end the album with this only because of how it made me feel as a fan. Like, I mean, once I've heard the entire album, because I'd say the last four tracks of an album lead to an end up, and I feel like he was leading to the end up. Like, he gave us a lot of that energy up front. You heard how we was talking at the beginning and all of the different things. Yeah, yeah. Gave us our energy up front. And this is supposed to be our reflective period. I hear this because this is like a song about, like, your dreams and, like, making your dreams yeah. into reality. And just, like, finding your path and things like that. That's what I felt through it. So when I heard this, yeah. I was like, this is a good tie-up. It's not a, yeah. like, because you not everybody can be Kendrick Lamar and end a project with Black or the Berry. Like, right, that's right. hard to do. Like, you can't just do that yeah. on every project. You got to give them something, you know, make them think or give them the takeaway. And I think that's why I even appreciate him as an artist to get to the, the wrap-up of all wrap-ups. But I think I appreciate him as an artist for that uh, aspect because this track isn't the same as my favorites on the album, the Easy Summer Walker, the Roots, the Woodlawn, Pressure, Shimmy. It's nothing like those. Yeah. The beats, the actually, beats drastically Daniel slower Caesar. in tempo and everything. Yeah, Daniel Caesar is actually, he's on this. At the bottom. At the he is? Yeah, I thought he was a writer, but he's, he's, in the, he's in the bottom. Oh, that's, so that's him like on the, the... Oh, shit. Yeah. Let me play a little clip of that then. Hold on, let me get my iPad to work. It's been tweaking on me all day. Nope, nope, still don't want to work. Okay. Yeah, 
That's nice, man. Also, can we just talk about the amount of writers he has on every track? Because this man knows how to properly yeah. credit people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think if if you're if you make an album in today's day and age with today's type of music, today's type of sampling, you should have that many credits. Yeah. Easily. I really want to ask him who the fuck Madison Appleby Star is. Who is Appleson Addison Apple Man? It's ben, late. Benita Applebaum. It's late. <laughs> Benita Applebaum. Um, now we gotta we gotta rate this one, man. Even though we have no rating system ever, um, so um, we're gonna give it a today rating system. If we gotta do it out of numbers, man, what would you like to go to five or you like to go to ten to get more technical? I do tens. Okay, let's do tens, man. Um, let's give them a couple categories though. So beat selection ten. Yeah, beat selection. I'm giving them a ten. That's just off jump. I think everything yeah. on here. I didn't. I didn't find a beat out of place. I could. I could yeah. listen to an instrumental of this straight down and be happy, especially yeah. with how he decided to put the two T minuses next to each other and keep that vibe yeah. going, and then give us the the ODB, and then take us to the pressure in the palms, and then take us down to finally get us to the summer walker, and then take us all the way down to get us to the my reality. The beats play out well. Like this could stand alone on the beats. Bars, I I gotta give him like a eight, a eight out of ten, maybe a nine. Like, yeah. and I mean that's a high number for me. Like, it might sound a little disrespectful to some, but that's a high number in my opinion. Yeah, it's high. Like we always like, I always watch the pizza reviews the guy does mm-hmm. uh, Barstool. Like a ten is almost unattainable. You can't get a ten. A ten, a ten, a ten is what a ten is what we're all dreaming. Yeah, yeah, ten never might ever exist, but like. Classic albums are eights and nines, so like or like really good albums are eights and nines. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd say eight too because he still has that ability almost every song to like hit you with a little one liner that you might not have expected, and it's like oh that's funny or that's interesting. I felt myself smiling a lot at the one liners, like a lot yeah, of them just made like, me go haha, like that was a good one, like man you killed that's that. That's what one. I love, like yeah, when you can get those little tidbits. They just make you smile because it's like a smart line or it's interesting or it's funny. Those are my favorite. Uh, he does that pretty well uh, consistently. Definitely. Um, let's see. What are the categories? Let's say like. Features. I got to give him Got to give him good. Fe- he, features. Every feature play well because, I mean, I don't know Injury Reserve like that. I like their feature. I didn't know Slow Tie yeah. that much, and I like that feature. Vince Staples killed it. Young Thug killed it. Charlie Wilson. There's nothing else he can do but kill it. Jid. And Jid, we Jid. talked about Jid. that Jid. feature, man. They flowed so perfectly, you almost don't even know where they crossed. And it's light features. Yeah. Summer Walker's. A, the, my, I got this is a feature on my favorite track on here. Yeah, he's he's pretty good with the features. I want to see if one point five just really quick had any other features that were pretty big. I didn't see. Um, I, I don't think there was a lot a lot of features on one point five. Gunna G Erbo and Rico Nasty. So not that. Yeah, not, not that a lot of features not on that, that one. And then if you and go had, to his uh, his first album, that's where he had the Ty Dolla Sign, Offset, Nelly, Charlie Wilson, Kalani. Like he keeps it light on the features. Period. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think like we said before. Okay, overall album. Mm-hmm. Overall album. What you giving it? Seven point eight. Seven point eight. I think I think I can confidently get us one to eight. I can confidently yeah. give it an eight. Like I could say, because like I, I think I think if I return to it, I might yeah. I might even hear some more. And that's why I'm gonna just right. give him the preemptive eight. I don't like it's not a nine yet. I think he has a nine in him. This lets me know yeah. he has a nine or a ten in the bag, in the bag somewhere. He, he's like 
slowly on this trajectory where it's like not like Kanye, but it's like he has a my beautiful dark twist fantasy. Yes, he does easily or come. or twenty fourteen four so drive. It's a pimp a butterfly. Yeah. A damn, whatever you want to call it. He's he's got that in him. The one that's gonna yeah. make everybody go, oh shit, why weren't we? Why weren't we here at the beginning? He's yeah. gonna have one of those, and it, it's coming, man. This lets me. He's in a different introspective bag in this album right here, that that a lot of people can't even touch. Yeah, he's he like he's grown as an artist, and like I said, it'll be interesting to see where he where he puts out what he puts out for the next ten years. I hope that he does he does have that inside of him that we get that. I feel like yeah, once he gives a person more time and more like time to settle in, and like you go okay. I know how this works, and I can create this masterpiece that's in my head, or whatever. I think that he can really. Also, the name. I wanted to talk about that. Limbo. I. I. This is again open. He probably said it in an interview. I don't know, but like, what it really means. But to me, it sort of means like, he's in this weird position of like, all right, I'm famous. In between I'm here now. I'm in between. Yeah. I'm just kind of chilling here. That's, and that's how I think like, I heard it. And um, we can even loop back to how you were saying this music pertains to people who are like in their 20s, especially people chasing creative goals limbo. like us. I feel like, and and man, we might get a little meta, but I feel like this is one of those things where when I was listening to this album, I got really deep with it. And it made me think about the things that I have as problems now. And then yeah. how, when I was younger, I wished for the problems I have now. I wish for the creative problems. And then I find myself in now times wishing for the problems of people who are more famous than I am, you know? Like, oh, I wish that my problem was getting on two planes every day. And then you get to yeah. a point where you're in a limbo like him, where it's like, a, damn, I had to get on like three planes a day. Fuck. And it's like a negative thing, yeah. but then you got to remember the days where you wished for your problems. And I think that's why when I got yes. to my reality, the last track on the tape, I was like, it's your fantasy. It's your dream. It's, it's, it's what you've chased. It's your goal. And I think that's, that's all he's trying to say is like, I'm, I'm in my path. I'm in my lane. I'm, I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm at that point. Cause I mean, like a lot of this is him either reflecting on the past, talking about the future or talking about alternate future. And yep. like when you're branching off in those ways, it's, it's limbo. Man, I think we might have just cracked the code, G. Hey, Amine, come on here, man. Verify (laughs) with us, man. We'll break another album out. Amine, the review with the artist. Come on, man. We know know somebody from your camp listening. Yeah, and to touch on what you said about, like, having these, like, first world problems where it's like, oh, shit, I'm too rich. It's like, I think when you get to that point, when you're in it and you're grinding, you don't think about, like moving to a place where you're not close to your family or you're missing life events or like, oh, you can't go to your mom's birthday because you have a concert that night in like fucking Japan. It's like, you don't think about that when you're grinding, but when you're in it, it's like, oh, sure, I have all the things I wanted as a kid and what I've dreamed about is finally coming true, but it's like, at what cost, you know? Like, the sacrifices you have to make personally are just... J. Cole cost me a lot, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah. It's like you you lose a little bit of yourself in the process, but it's like for the greater good, you think. Because like in the future, like you said in the song about the babe, the fetus, it's like this is going to pay my college, my kids' the, tuition. The streams like, from this album are going to pay your college tuition. Right. So he's thinking about like even though I've lost some, lost friends, girls, you know, I miss my mom all the time. It's like this will pay off at some point. At some point. At some point, at some point it will all yeah. make sense. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, but look, man, that's so real, dude. This was a this was a good album, man. I like I'm I'm Wait, that's a good album. I enjoyed the listening through. I enjoyed even coming back and talking about it the way we the way we've yeah. done our album reviews. I'm so glad to get back into this. So hey, if you guys like this and you guys want to see more of it, you know what you gotta do. You gotta like, comment, subscribe, and share it with everybody who you know. Share it with everybody straight down the phone list. Hit that share all the contacts. Come on. Do it. What happened to that? You know, everybody always seems a little scared to share something in their contacts. Share it to somebody. Who cares if you ain't talking to them in five years? This might be what y'all talk yeah. about. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. look, now let's look check that out. Day. Now, look, man, make sure that you are always checking that out. Make sure that you are listening to our outro track, which is going to be coming up at you right now. And for today's outro track, we have Ring by Jazz. Check that track out on all of your favorite streaming platforms right now. Link is in our description, but you're also going to hear it right here on the mix. <laughs> Come back and we turn back 